Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Love you. Not today, Bubba. Just Gordy, Gordy, can I bother you for a second? All right, folks, getting ready to rock and roll here. Welcome to the big show, the Burnley Dumb Show right here. Got a hell of an episode coming your guys' way, coming in hot, coming in early, coming in often. You know how we do things. First, we bring in our very own Jersey Jerry, Jerry Don, Gerard Gilfone. Going to come on and join the show right now. Folks, we got new picks for you. He's coming off a heater of a win on his authentic The Horse pick. He had a couple different horses I got a call from him late in the day about putting in a pick for him. Just absolute chaos that we've been getting out of Jersey Jerry lately. Pushed the episode back a day. He's been working like a dog. We're going to bring him on in the show now. Then we do the dance as we normally do. Me, myself, you folks on the ones and twos. Without further ado, let's go ahead and bring him in. Jersey Jerry Gerard Gilfone, are you with us? Gerard Gilfone, are you with us? Jerry Don, there he is. Jesus, Jerry, what's the matter? You couldn't get out of bed for this? No, I couldn't, Bob. Jeez, Jerry, this is getting ridiculous. You're tucked in. It's it's late over here, Bob. It's 1230. I got to keep it down. You pushed the show back a day yesterday, Jerry. I want to know, what what is going on at work, Jerry? Uh, it's... Listen, I don't want. I didn't want to tell anybody, but uh, it's coming to an end. I think, Bob. I, I, I don't got it in me no more. My body can't keep up. Yeah, what do you mean you don't have it in anymore? You're 27 years old. My body's breaking down, Bob. <laughs> you know, my back's going, my knees are going, and I can't live like that, Bob. No, you can't live like that. But what do you say to the guy who's 65 year old at your job, the true blue collar guy who's been working at the job since he was 18 and is now 65 with no intention of retiring anytime soon? You are 27, Jerry Don. Now, I respect what you do. Yes, you are a blue collar guy. But what do you say to that guy when you go to work, Jer? I respect it. And, uh, you know, that 65 year old, he can't walk no more. You know? <laughs> So, you know, I can't, I don't want to be like that, Bob. I, I really don't. I don't. What, what other career path, Jer? If you don't do what you're doing, you're getting paid a pretty penny right now. Okay. It seems to be a very good job. Where else are you going to go if you don't have that, Jer? Now, I'll support you either way, but I just want to ask, and I want to do my due diligence as your friend to say that if you stop your blue-collar job, where does that take you? So, so Bob, I... Uh... I'm just waiting for this interview to fall through. I went on an interview um, two days ago and it's looking good now. I do not want to jinx it because I really think I'm going to get this job here, but uh, it, it's going to be, it's going to be something that a lot of people aren't going to expect, but I'm telling you, it's going to be a moneymaker and it's going to be a big moneymaker especially with coronavirus going on. Oh, Jesus, Jerry, I got news for you. I don't like the sounds of this. Like I said, I'm going to support it regardless, but where you're going right now, it does not sound good. I, I mean, that, that, that's, that's your opinion. I did the research. I did the numbers, and I know what's hot right now. 
Jared, do you know what what happened the last time you came to me about one of these ideas? You came home with two dogs. Next thing you know, you're breeding dogs and you were in the hole $6,000 within two weeks. All I'm saying, Jared, is maybe you got to sit back. Maybe you just had a bad couple days or a bad week at work. Maybe this isn't really the play you need to be making right now. Or by all means, if you want to go nuts, go buy some more dogs and keep breeding no, dogs. I'm, I'm staying away from the dogs. You know, this is going to work out. I, I know it is. It, it's, trust me, it, once this goes through, I'm going to be really, really satisfied making the move, Bob. Trust me. Jerry, through our sponsor over at BetMGM, we need to get to $10,000. That's going to help you get on your way to some nice cash. Now, we start out with $1,000. We got to finish off at $10,000. Before we do any of that, Jer, go ahead and tell us a little bit about our sponsor here at BetMGM. Now, I know you're in bed right now. I know your mother's upstairs. We do not want to wake up Miss Gilfone. No, we don't. Nope, Jerry, we definitely don't want to do that. But let me go ahead and let me get some energy on this, Andrew. Give me as much energy as you could possibly get me right. Would you put the cheese, would you put the covers off, Jerry? I mean, you're tucked in doing the ad read. You, you know, like you're about to go to sleep. There it is. That a boy. There's that blue collar body. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, that yeah. blue collar. Hey, we're sponsored by Bro Bible. I gotta stop you right there. We're not sponsored by Bro Bible. We're employed by Bro Bible. Okay. We're not. We're not sponsored by Bro Bible. We're sponsored by Ben M. Champs. <laughs> there you go. The long wait is over. Football <laughs> is back, and new customers at Ben M. Sports can kick off the season with one hundred. Percent deposit match. Oh, dirty to me, Jerry. Don. Bro Bible 100. The best time to bet is right now. <laughs> There's bonus payouts, live betting, daily odds boost. Remember, use code bonus. No, use code <laughs> Bro Bible 100. <laughs> Do me a favor. You read it off the paper. You bought you week after week. You read it off the paper, Jerry Diesel. I know. I, I got to memorize it. All right. All right, Jerry. You're getting that. No, no, don't even bother memorize. Let's just keep reading it off the paper, okay? Love the enthusiasm out of there. Folks, bet MGM. You got the dog sitting there beside you. Where's Miss Jerry tonight? Miss Jerry's home. She's relaxing tonight. All right, Jerry. Now, we lost the parlay. We went ahead and lost the parlay. All right. The Packers over on their tide. I botched this one with the Miami Hurricanes bet. They won by three. They were supposed to win by 10. We were well on our way there to the $10,000. That was back a little bit. But I received a call from you, Jerry Don, about a horse. Your horse went ahead and lost out of the gate. Correct. The Raging Bull loses out of the gate. I get a voicemail. From you after the raging bull, and you are just in complete shambles, just yeah. disarray. Binny, Binny, our editor on the ones and twos. Binny, after raging bull loses loses this race, I get a call from Jerry. If you could go ahead and play the voicemail that I received from Jerry Don following his first initial loss on that bet. Um, Jersey, three thirty eight Eastern time. I lost. I lost a lot of money on Raging Bull, Bob. A lot of money on Raging Bull. I'm down big right now, Bob. I'm down big right now. But, you know, in life, Bob, you could be down, right? But you just can't stay down, Bob. 
That's the key in life. You can't stay down, Bob. If you're listening to this voicemail, and I hope you are, Bobby, please go into the account and give me give me 400 unauthentic in the Breeders' Cup Classic. Give me 400 unauthentic in the Breeders' Cup Classic. I'm doubling down. If you don't go into the account, I'm going to hack into the account. Put it in now. I ain't staying down, Bob. Jer, now tell me something, all right? Mm-hmm. Completely in shambles. Yes. Right? You're threatening to hack into our account. Yes. All right. Did, 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 is this because you knew Authentic was going to win, or did you have to get a betting because you were so upset about Raging Bull lo- losing? No. I, I was not going to bet, but I seen something, <laughs> and I seen something that was very, very, very important. I seen him walking next to the paddock. And when I told you, if you remember, when the ears are like that, that's when the horse is in prime time. That's when he's ready to go, when he's like that. I seen Authentic's ears. (laughs) He was walking next, next to the paddock, and I just seen his ears go really slow like this, and then they stayed like that. That horse was at attention about, I'd say, I don't know, this was about two hours before the race. He was geared up, ready to go two hours before the race. And I said, if this horse is geared up like this, he's in prime position, there is no shot this horse is going to lose. And, and, and what do you know? Wire to wire. Wire to wire. You know, Bob, and I told you in the voicemail, <laughs> I've been knocked down before. I've been knocked down plenty just on this, on this show that we do. I have been knocked down. Remember when I was one in three, Bob? I do. I absolutely do. Let's go back to then. And I told the fans, I said, you can't give up. I'm not going to give up because this is when I'm at my best. I lost a lot of money on Raging Bull. I seen the ears on Authentic. And I said, fuck it. I got to double it up. Give me 400. We turned that 400 into 1600, didn't we, Bobby? We turned it into 1600 real fast. And by the yes. way, Jerry Don, which is why you can work as late as you want to work. You could start this podcast whenever you want to start this podcast. You give me a winner like that, Jerry, and we're living in your world, my friend. I don't care what you got to see with the ears. I don't care what you got to see with the jockey. If yeah. you see those ears at attention the way you did, I got news for you, Jerry Don. You can call my home line. You can call my cell phone. You can email me. You can text me. You let me know, Jerry. My question is, if you mm-hmm. see the ears like that, do you think other people are looking at horses other expert type horse people who bet on this stuff are looking for the ears or is this just something you got yourself? I, I, I picked it up myself. I remember betting on a horse, Gunavera. The horse buried me three, three races in a row, Kentucky Derby, the Preakness and the Belmont. I bet the horse all three times and I went back and I did my research and I noticed this horse lost every single time, Bob. He was just a dud horse. He was a dead horse. They should have took him behind the barn and shot him. Whoa. Now, listen, it just is what it is. Now, I went back and I did my research. And when I was looking at the horse, the ears were straight. And I said, let me see something. Next race that I bet, 
I'm going to look at these horses' ears and see where they go. Now, a couple races later, I'd say about maybe five or six races later, there was this there was this horse that I was watching. His name was Improbable, Bob Baffert horse. And I watched his ears, and his ears were sideways. I bet that horse, that horse won. That's where it started, Bob, right there. So here's what I want from you, Jerry. Every single time you've seen this in a horse, and, and look – I'll be honest with you, Jer. At first, I thought it was absolutely preposterous. When you first came on and you talked about these horses' ears being at attention, I thought it was a ridiculous thing to say, amongst many other things that you've said to me throughout this segment, okay? What I will say, Jer, is you've proven that, A, your horse betting is very legit, and I give you that. And, B, to be quite frank with you, your betting in general is pretty legit, now, with that being said, Jerry, I don't mind for this next pick. If you want to watch at whatever Saratoga track you're at, whatever it may be, go mm-hmm. ahead and watch these horses and lock that in. By all means, do it. You're winning. But with that being said, what do we like, Jerry, this week, this week's segment? What are we rolling with? Talk to me right now with that authentic bet. We are now at $3,780. We got to get to $10,000 to cash out, which I say we do cash out immediately. You say we put it all on something, but we got to get to $10,000 before we could even make that type of decision. $3,780 thanks to your authentic pick. What do we take this week, Jerry Diesel? This week, I like a grown man. (laughs) Playing around with little boys. Now I know. Now I know a grown man who runs the ball. Wait, Jer, Jer, where are you going with this here, pal? Where are you? Where are you going with this? There's a grown man that plays around with little boys and makes them look like puppets. That young man, that big old boy, happens to be an Alabama boy. He goes by the name of Derek Henry. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, Jesus Christ, Jerry. You really scared me there. I had no idea where you were going with that. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Anyway, you can bet the bank that <laughs> Mr. Derek Henry will get in the end zone 100%. It's a lock. So you're giving me what you're telling me is you want to go ahead and take Derek Henry to score a touchdown, No. Correct. It's a mega lock. What what type of odds are we getting there on that, Jerry Dunn? Uh, we should be getting probably about, I'd say, plus 100, maybe plus 105. Here, hold on. Let me give it to you right now here, Jer. It should be around there. Okay, Jer, here's what we got. Hold on, Derek Henry. It might be a minus 120. Yeah, Jer, it's not. Jesus, Jer, it's not a plus 100. Let's see that. Minus I mean, one. I, Jerry, I got news for you. I hope you're confident in this right now. I really do. What is it? What is I it? I hope minus you're confident. What, minus 125, Derrick Henry to score a touchdown. Are you okay with laying that type of juice? Yeah, that's fine. He's getting in the end zone. That's what why type, it's fine. What type of juice are we laying, Jerry Don? Uh, I was thinking about maybe doing another two-team parlay, no? We could do a two-team parlay at the same time. I don't mind going with the straight bet. I don't okay. think 
here's what I like. I'm actually going near that same realm, Jerry Don. What I like and what I do not understand for the life of me, Titans-Colts, this game's in Tennessee, Tennessee minus two. For some reason, the Colts were only, the Colts were favored against the Ravens last week, which I found to be just absolutely ridiculous. The Colts were favored one, Ravens go ahead and smoke them. Now, the Colts got to counter that going into Tennessee and now are only two-point underdogs. Give me, Jerry Don, you ready for this? Give me the Titans and give me the Titans for 500 smackers. Wow. Oh, yes, man. I said it. I said That's it loud and clear. I, I stand by it. Yeah. I want the Titans 500 smackers at minus two. Call it a trap game. Call it whatever you want. I see what I see. I love Titans minus two. That's going to be 500 risking 550. So, so let me explain to you. What are we at right now? What's our total? We're at 3,780. Got to cash out at 10. Give me 280 on Derrick Henry then. So make it an even 3,000. 280 on Derrick Henry. Okay. That's what I like. All right, Jerry, let's go. We got the hot hand right now. We're well on our way to our 10K. We just got to keep cruising. We cannot drop the ball. Just keep passing that baton, Jerry Dunn. Okay? Sure. I got hey, that baton. I'm ready. Go ahead. Anything, Jerry. Any, any, you think my shoulders look a little bit bigger or no? You know what, Chair? In all honesty, yeah, I think they do look a little bit better. All right. They do. I just want to ask because somebody gave me a compliment, a customer. Give that your shoulders are looking better. Are you doing anything for the shoulders? Uh, I'm just doing, I just do these during the day. <laughs> you know what I mean, Bob? You don't like that? <laughs> You mean to tell me you're doing shoulder shrugs without doing any weights on it? You're just shrugging your shoulders? I keep my hands like this. Yeah. Just shoulder shrugs. Well, you know what, Jerry? If that's the case, I take back my statement. No, your shoulders did not get any bigger. They're the same shoulders that I've been seeing for the last 10 weeks here on this show. All right. Well, I, I thought they were getting a little bit bigger, just a tad. $280, Derrick Henry to score a touchdown, $500 on the Titans. We need the Titans to come out. Steamrolling, Jerry, you keep doing your shoulder shrugs. We're going to see you Friday for the Patreon episode as well as the happy hour as well. We are doubling down for you folks right there. Jerry? I'll see you in the funny papers, Bob. See you in the funny papers, Jerry Diesel. There you have it. Jerry Don, get some sleep, you blue-collar son of a gun. We will see him for happy hour and the Patreon episode come Friday. In the meantime, we are moving on. Folks, we interrupt this show to give you a brief message to let you know that the Brownie Dumb Show is brought to you by Manscaped. Folks, do you have a moose near the caboose that needs to be tamed? I am talking hairy, big, and needs some support. Thankfully, our sponsor today, Manscaped, has you covered to keep the hair looking nice and trimmed and feeling fully supported. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. The premium lawnmower 3.0 that Manscaped is dishing out is waterproof, includes an LED light, and is made with advanced skin-safe TM technology. Folks, take care of your nuts today. Get 20% off and free shipping with promo code BROBIBLE, B-R-O-B-I-B-L-E. 
E at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using promo code BROBIBLE. Folks, I can't stress it enough. Protect your nuts the right way. Anywho, we are moving on. All right, folks, I, I, I want to touch on the election here for a second while I got y'all's ear. My employer right now is thinking, oh, God, here we go. He's going down the politics route. That is the end of the Brownlee Dumb Show right there. It was good while it lasted. Here he comes. Now, here's what I want to talk about with the election. Folks, I thought the NBA playoffs was dragged out. They got two travel days in between game one and game two, three travel days between game three and game five. How about what this election did to us? My, oh, my. Shame on me for buzzing home down the street, rushing out of the supermarket to get back for the election. How much of a fool was I? You talk about something that was just dragged out. My God, whether you're right, left, doesn't matter. Wow. I mean, that was a lot. And another thing I want to touch on How about these touchscreens that they used on the election? How about the wear and tear these touchscreens took? Somewhere out there, Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay were looking at this saying, it's not so easy now, is it? Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay has been doing this since 1995, letting you know who's going to get drafted where in mock drafts that are four months before, just banging away at the touchscreens. And they send out these journalists, whatever they were, on these touchscreens to try and tell us who's winning the election. Did you see by day three of trying to pull all the votes? They didn't even like clean these screens. There was just smudges all over them for them tapping all over it. Florida started to look like Texas. All of a sudden, I couldn't even see Minnesota anymore because of the wear and tear these screens were taking. And you would think that the CNNs of the world, that the Fox Newses of the world would be able to go into the bullpen and send somebody out there overnight. No, they just rolled out the same guy for 35 innings. These guys' pitch counts were at 250. Their arms were about to fall off and there was no help in sight. There was no bullpen in sight. They were going to finish that game. What's the guy's name, John King or something from CNN? He didn't even have time to go dry clean his suit. He had his cat's fur all over him from the hour of sleep that he got. He didn't even have time to change. He comes in, he's got Band-Aids wrapped around his fingers. This looks like he just went three rounds in the octagon with John Bones Jones. Poor guy was running out of breath. Six hours in, letting you know what we need and all the different scenarios that you got to have, the probabilities. By the way, I think every state has a Montgomery County. What is it with Montgomery County? I think all 50 states have a Montgomery County. If you're going to start a state in the United States of America, you got to have a Montgomery County. You got to make some type of room for a Montgomery County. How many different times I've heard that? And they pan you from county to county like that means anything to us? 
I had no idea what was going on. I had no idea who was winning. And I would start my day with one of these analysts at nine in the morning. That next day, three in the morning, I wake up and I kind of rub my eyes to kind of see what's going on. I'm saying, this motherfucker's still going at it. This guy's still doing it. I mean, it was outrageously dragged out. What did they do when George Washington was elected? Paul Revere didn't just warn Americans that the British were coming. He also handed out ballots. That's the way they did things in the old school days. And Paul would just go door to door like he was selling insurance, just cold calling people to see who they vote for, gathering up votes, taking his thoroughbred home by home, and then hauling ass to the White House in a matter of a couple hours. Yet here in 2020, not only can we not get a vaccine for Corona, we also can't figure out who's going to be president of the United States. I've never seen anything like this, folks. Here's an idea I had. I was starting to get delusional at some point. I'm thinking, you know what? If I was the commissioner of all of this, if I was the election commissioner and I was running it, Three days into this whole thing, I would say, fuck it. Here's how we're going to break things down. Biden, you might be a little bit too old to go on the golf course. That's okay. We're going to sub in Barack for you. And here's the way I would do things. I want Barack and Steph Curry going up against Donald Trump and Tom Brady in a four-man scramble. Let the best man win. There will be no riots after. 18 holes is 18 holes. Brady and Trump going off against Curry and Obama. All we want in America, folks, is to be entertained. That's all we want. That's all we care about. You want to be entertained? You thought Phil Mickelson, Peyton Manning, Tiger Woods, and Tom Brady was good? Go put Donnie Trump with Tom Brady and have him go square against Stephen Curry and Obama. 18 holes. Tell me that's not the most exhilarating thing you've ever seen. That would do more numbers than the Super Bowl. Without question. But my oh my, was that thing totally dragged out. I've never seen anything like it. Never in my life. My dad, like two hours in, he's like, Robbie, I'm going to sleep. I'm like, Dad, you don't want to see who wins the president of the United States? He goes, do me a favor, Robbie. Call me in two days. Let me know if you have an answer for that, okay? I'm going to get my eight hours of sleep in. And you know what? Good on you, Dad. Boy, did you play your cards right. Holy shit. Never seen anything like that. Anywho, we are moving on. Well, folks, I do believe it is indeed that time. It is everybody's favorite segment. That is indeed the Ask Bob segment. Week by week, Tuesday after Friday, Tuesday after Friday, I tell you fine folks, file on into the DMs, submit your questions to be featured for the Ask Bob segment. Taking me up on that this week was a young man by the name of Grayson Stevens, Norman, Oklahoma. Bob, I've been here from the start. One of my favorite parts of the show is when you tell hotel stories from your time working at the Four Seasons with cold cuts. The Will Smith one absolutely cracked me up. You alluded to it 
in one of your first episodes, I was wondering if you could tell the Rudy Gobert story. I've been looking all over for it. Also, what are your picks for the Masters this week? Mr. Stevens just coming in hot with a couple questions here. The the Rudy Gobert story, and I think we did. I think we might have mentioned it on, on one of the earlier podcasts. If not, shame on me because it's a doozy. Um, the Utah Jazz were staying with us at the Four Seasons when a lot of these basketball teams, we were kind of by the Staples Center. So they would come and they would stay with us, you know, and then head over to the Staples Center whenever an away team was playing the Lakers. So they would stay with us. And the Jazz were there. And what we had was I was the guest services manager. So I was in charge of what's called the bag pull. And before the bus left to the Staples Center, what the players were supposed to do is leave their bags outside of the door of whatever room they're staying at. I then have the bellman go ahead and go grab all the bags and then put them in the truck to go to the Staples Center. So I was in charge of a couple different departments all in one. The bell guys was one of them. So they went to go do the bag pull before the game, maybe two, three hours before the game, whenever it is that they leave. Bellman gather all the bags. They put the bags on the bus. The team, the Jazz head on out to the Staples Center. I get a call from one of the Jazz ball boys. And he says, Robbie, Rudy Gobert doesn't have his shoes. I said, well, did Rudy leave his bag outside the door? No, he didn't. So his bag was inside his room. So our Bellman never went into his room. They were supposed to just swing by the door, get the bag and go. So at the point that I get the call from the the ball boy, it's about an hour, 45 minutes till tip off till the game starts early in last year's NBA season. So I was like, shit, I'm going to have to take this guy's bag to the Staples Center. It just so happened during that time. This is like straight out of a movie, the way it worked out at the hotel. We had a Maserati promotion going on. So we had about five Maseratis that we were allowed to give out to guests. If a guest is having a bad day, something goes wrong, what do you do? You give them a Maserati to drive around in. So what I did, I take Rudy Gobert's bag, about 45 minutes till tip. I take one of the keys from the Maserati. It's my department, so I'm the one who has to now go and drop off this bag. I take the keys from the Maserati, hop in, I'm flying down the road to Staples Center trying to get this bag. And as I'm flying down the road, all of a sudden I thought to myself, you know what? Rudy Gobert's one of their star players. He's a force in the paint. He's kind of the straw that stirs the drink for the Jazz. If this guy doesn't have his Paris sneakers, that's a bad night upcoming for the Jazz. So I called my dear friend Joey Coldcuts, who's working at the restaurant at the hotel. Cold Cuts answers, and I said, Cold Cuts, I think I really got something here. He goes, where the hell are you? I said, I'm on my way to the Staples Center right now. He said, aren't you working? I said, yeah, 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 I'm working. Rudy Gobert left his sneakers. I'm driving his sneakers to the Staples Center right now. Come to think of it, Cold Cuts, if this guy doesn't have his sneakers, shouldn't we be betting the Lakers? Cold Cuts says, yes, without a doubt. He didn't even hesitate. I said, Cold Cuts, if I need to stop at a Wendy's, if I need to stop at a Red Lobster, I'll go ahead and do that on the way to the Staples Center just so Gobert doesn't have his sneakers and we can win this Lakers bet. Shame on me. What do we do? We call in a Lakers bet. I think we did like 100 a pop. So I go ahead. I call in the Lakers bet. 
on the way to the Staples Center. The Jazz ball boy calls me and he says, we're actually going to have one of the Lakers ball boys meet you outside. You'll see him. He's in a bunch of Laker gear. Now, while I'm outside the Staples Center, half of Los Angeles who's piling into the Staples Center is in Lakers gear. So it's going to be kind of tough to find this guy. So it takes me about 20, 30 minutes to find the Laker ball boy and give him Rudy Gobert's sneakers. Why I would have thought that Gobert wouldn't have a backup pair of sneakers, being that he's in the National Basketball Association, is beyond me. So I don't really understand my thought process there. I guess I kind of thought because it wasn't his main pair of sneakers that he would be in trouble. We bet the game. I give the ball boy his sneakers. I head back to the hotel. I turn on the radio to the Laker game. The first play of the game, Rudy Gobert slams one home just backs into the paint and Gobert slams one home two nothing jazz. And I'm thinking, fuck the Lakers end up blowing them out. I don't know what type of sneakers Gobert wore. I don't know if he wore the sneakers that I dropped off or not. He ended up having a subpar game. Me and cold cuts end up hitting the bet. Gobert got his shoes and it's a story that we'll, we'll tell for a lifetime because it was hysterical. I mean, I was really, I'm on the way to the Staples Center. I was really going to sit. There's a Red Lobster on the way and sit and have a couple biscuits from Red Lobster while poor Gobert's waiting for his shoes. But then I kind of thought, you know, what is the ball boy going to call and say, this guy took two hours? But just the thought process of it, just two total degenerates right there taking advantage of the situation. We're $100 richer till this day. Now, going from that, swinging on over to Masters Weekend. As we all know, folks, it is Masters Weekend. Absolutely jacked up. This is bizarre that it's going to be in November. I'm sure the course will play different and all of that good stuff. For you betters out there, I'm sure we'll take it for Friday's Patreon episode with Jerry Don. Um, when I like odds wise, a couple different things I've been looking at big time odds on these guys. So you could get really good value for your money. I'm going to give you three picks that I like as far as the masters goes to win this whole shebang. My first pick is a guy that I absolutely can't stand. However, I think you're getting great value on him just because he's been injured. He is back now. Never sleep on the guy. I like Brooks Kepka at 1600. Hard to imagine a day where you could get Brooks Kepka at 1600. I know he's coming off an injury. I'd take Kepka at those odds any day of the week. I'm hoping that Tony Finau wins the whole thing, but I'm not going to take him. Another guy I like, you talk about odds, let's talk odds. Colin Morikawa, the young sensation at plus 3,500. Go ahead and book that as well. So I got Kepka at plus 1,600. I like Morikawa at plus 3,500. And then another one that I really like, folks, I'm going to give you value. That's what I do here. Another one that I really like, Justin Rose, the quiet assassin. A lot of you don't even know that he's on the course. He doesn't say a whole lot. He kind of just minds his own business. I like that for a big major tournament, especially the Masters. You're getting plus 5,500 on Justin Rose. What I may do is dabble that $100 that I won on that Lakers bet first Rudy Gobert. Put $100 to win 5500 
on Justin Rose. Do not sleep on the quiet assassin. So I gave you Kepka, Morikawa, and Justin Rose if you really want to get cute with it. Folks, that's a wrap here on the Brilliantly Dumb Show. We will see you Friday for our Patreon episode. If you haven't subscribed to it yet, come join us. We're doing happy hours. You get an extra episode, an extra vlog. We're having an absolute ball over there. Come join us. Love you all. If not, we will see you Tuesday. Happy Masters weekend. You take care now, folks. Not today, Bubba. Go get him, Bubba. Love you. Not today, Bubba. Gordy, Gordy, can I bother you for a second?